tonight, Youthology Live. This is episode number eight, and we are dealing with uh, Q&A. Before we get to the first question, I wanna give you a resource. I've been doing that each week, and uh, the resource this week is My Broken Palace. Some of you have heard of this and seen this around. It is uh, the One Hope Ministry, which is a global uh, children's and youth ministry. In this book is uh, the stories of teenagers told in their language. It's a great graphic. A friend of mine did the art for this. And you, if you can get this into the hands of students, you can order uh, you know, uh, bulk rates and it's really inexpensive. Um, if, to be honest, if you're interested, I have uh, over 100 here. I'll send you a few if, you're, if you wanna take a look at it. But if you go to mybrokenpalace.com, mybrokenpalace.com, you can see this resource. The reason I'm doing it tonight is because the first question that we have tonight from a student is really answered within here. All of the struggles and the things kids are going through. Um, the way the book is set up, it tells the story and then it takes you to uh, a barcode where you can follow up the story and meet the student uh, that the story is about. It's just very personal and it deals with some great stuff. So question number one tonight is, I'm having a hard time being consistent. I'm having a hard time being consistent with my Christian life. You see it on the, we put it up also uh, on, the, um, on the post so you'll be able to see that too. And I'll be blogging these two questions in deeper detail this week. So if you go to the website and go to youthology.com, go to our blog, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this even deeper. But I'm, I wanna give students who are struggling with that question, right? I'm having a hard time uh, being consistent with my Christian life, my Christian walk. I know that's difficult, but it's really simple, okay? I know it's difficult, but it's really simple. Mm, easy? Let me answer it this way. Garbage in, garbage out. It's so important that you understand that if you feed a certain dog, that dog's gonna be stronger, right? So I wanna give you some, some real simple principles on how students can stay stronger in their spiritual faith. Number one, the word. And I know you probably thought, I knew he was gonna say that, right? You probably thought that's exactly what I was gonna say. But you gotta think about this. Psalm 119 said this, how can a young man, young woman, keep their way pure, but by keeping it according to thy word? With my whole heart have I sought thee. Do not let me wander from your commandments, O Lord. Thy word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Do not let me wander to the right or wander to the left of your precepts, O Lord, and falter in my way. That's Psalm 119, nine through 12. You know. Just in that first part, how can a young man keep their way pure, but by keeping it according to that word? The, the word is so powerful. There's, listen, you cannot be Christian without definition. Because if all we do as students is spend more time in culture and more time in movies and more time in your music, right? And more time with your friends at, at school who are outside of the faith, then why would you wonder why your language or your thoughts, or your faith, or your actions are any different, right? It's that whole concept of garbage in, garbage out. It's, it's what I'm feeding, it goes back to the default, right? So I want you to think through the word and how important that is. The second thing is um, your squad, your crew, right? Your tribe, 
who are the people that you're spending most of your time with? So don't say, man, I can't hear from God. God's not there. Listen, God may not be there because you're not tuned to him. There are radio frequencies going through this right now, this whole recording right now. But you can't hear them or you can't um, listen to the radio in your car. You, you, your cell phone isn't going to connect to the tower unless you're tuned to it, right? So you're going to have to be tuned to the right people because if you will show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you'll show me your friends, I'll show you your failures. If you'll show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And if you show me your friends, I'll show you your faith. Think about that. Maybe the reason you're struggling with your faith is because of the people you're hanging around, right? So I think some of you need to drop the friends that you have right now. Go pick up new friends that are in the church. Let them mentor and disciple you and get you in a, in a good spot and then go back and reach the friends that you dropped, right? I mean, it, we all wanna be friends with sinners and hanging with the, with the crooks, right? As, as the scriptures say, and listen, man, you're never going to be an effective witness unless you're not in the word and you have the right crowd. Let, let me take you to the last thing to answer, answer that question too. Why can I not be consistent? How come my, my devotions, right? Uh, the word, your friends. How about a mentor? like a spiritual mentor. You, you, listen, pure theology isn't gonna do it for you. Pure theology is not gonna do it for you. Pure theology isn't, it doesn't challenge you enough. Pure theology might put its arm around you or cry with you, but it doesn't kick you in the butt and move you forward, right? So you need more than pure theology, you need a mentor. You need somebody in your life that you're afraid of. Let me ask you that question as a student right now. Do you have somebody in your life that you're afraid of spiritually? Or is everybody around you at this water level and this commitment level that's really causing the struggle in your life, right? So you gotta find that friend. Um, so number one, first question. I'm having a hard time being consistent. Uh, garbage in, garbage out. Dealing with the word and the importance of the word. You can't be Christian without the definition. Uh, your posse, your crew, your friends, right? This, this squad that you have. Um, so powerful. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 talks about that. You can read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, so good. And then finally, the, men, the, the, the mentor. You need a mentor in your life, right? Somebody who takes the lids away, somebody who removes the fences and pushes you, okay? So there's that one. Then the second question um, is coming from a leader, and it's how do I create effective sermon series. How do I create an effective sermon series? Again, I put it up on the post, so make sure you see that. Leaders ask me all the time, man, I, um, not just what to preach on, but when to preach on it and how to put messages together or series together. I love to answer this because really there's a lot of different ways to do this. So I'm going to give you three or four, again, uh, ways to help with your series planning. Um, number one, your own personal time with God. I mean, I know that sounds trite, that I should say that, right? Just like going back to the student's question, why am I this way? It's because you're not reading the word, have your devotions, right? That devotion, that, that kind of thing. It's the same thing with us as leaders. Listen, the more time that you spend in discipline and in waiting and in listening, the more you're going to hear from God. 
okay? You get stuck when you go to your own thinking, your own ideas, right? Especially if it's just you, you're a volunteer and you're the only one. Maybe you're not from a multiple staffed youth, youth department at a larger church where you're going off this collaboration and all that, I'll get to that in a minute. Maybe you're on your own, right? It begins with silence and listening, listening. Because the Holy Spirit knows what the students need and the Holy Spirit knows how to put this spiritual formation together for a whole year so we're not speaking on the same thing, right? So listen, just listen. Secondly, the collaborative team. Man, I love this. Listen, you need, you need to get a team around you who can help you change your language, change the verses and the same passages of scripture you're using all the time, change your mind and your thinking, right? That's what a collaborative team does. A collaborative team changes ideas. It gives different language to ideas. It brings you into different illustrations and finds different places. So what does a collaborative team look like? Try this. Put together a student in every grade, like seventh grade through 12th grade. A student, mix it up so that you got the younger ones and the older ones, boys and girls in there. And it's gonna give you about six or eight students, okay? Maybe you put a couple of the older ones in there, but make sure you get the representation from the middle school too. And then you throw a couple of leaders on that team and you got 10 people. And you meet together in the fall and you put together a preaching calendar, okay? You put together that whole year because we know that there are some things that are gonna come up seasonally, right? Uh, you know, relationships in February or back to school thing in August or September, we'll see you at the poll. So we know there's some themes that are gonna be set there, but if we take the time in the fall to plan the whole year out with all of these other minds in the room, dude, I'm telling you, it will be so much easier for you to come up with series because now it's just not you thinking of it on your own. You've got a whole team who's sitting down with you and they're going over this stuff and they're saying, no, hey, what about, man, I saw this, right? Uh, let me give you one, one more thing in helping you put a series in, uh, together. Listen to other people, whether that's podcasts or calling other friends and just say, I, one of the things I love to do when I travel is to ask the question, okay, hey, what are, you, what are you speaking on? Just give me an idea, what are you speaking on? And I love to hear the series thoughts and you know, Stranger Things is the big thing, right? And you know, Avengers and we always go to the, yeah, so anyway, I, I won't come out on that right now. I th yeah. Keep moving, Jeff. Keep moving, Jeff. Uh, it is great to be cultural, but man, let's land. On, let, let's make sure that we're not, as we talked about uh, last week, a mile wide at an inch deep, right? So, anyway, uh, find out what other people are doing. Listen to what other people are are speaking on. You'll find often that if you're taking the time to listen, God's speaking the same thing to them as He's speaking to you. Okay, so that's really important too. All right. So anyway, uh, the question. How can I put together a great effective sermon series? Let me give you one more idea with that, and that is uh, changing up your series so that it's, you, you have a, a rest of words, okay? Let me say that again, that you rest your words. Listen, students, students are in school seven hours a day, and they're hearing people talk, right? All, all week long, they're in, they're in class sessions, you know, 30 hours to 40 hours, they're listening to coaches, and right? And if all we're doing is putting series after series and one series has no bumper or rest time, or right? Uh, um, find breaks in your series so it's not word after word after word hitting these students. You know, go to a small group one time. 
go in between a series, go to a worship night, go to a prayer night and take the students out, you know, to, to visit places, uh, do a service night on a, you know, in your youth service night for those of you that are able to do that. Like, put some breaks in there, have a guest, have a guest speaker. Hello, hello, have a guest speaker. Anyway, that was just a personal plug. To break up the series flow and that kind of stuff too, okay? So, all right, dude, we're at 12 minutes already and this is Sunday Night Live, 12 minutes of learning. If you go to the website, you'll get how do I create a better sermon series? We'll go into that in more depth, okay? And then the, um, I'm having a hard time being consistent. We put the, we posted those. Um, and then uh, the last thing is a reminder of this great resource for students that are really struggling. Uh, it gets into the power of the word and the power of getting into a youth group and right and all that. So anyway, hey, all right, thank you. Thank you. I hope this was helpful. Please go to either YouTube or go to youthology.com, drop down on the blog and uh, go to this. I'll have a, a more in-depth um, blog coming off this that'll be up Tuesday, Monday night even, uh, Tuesday for sure, promise, okay? 